Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, we are going to talk about a very interesting topic. It's what I'm calling the two biggest mistakes that freight brokers make when following up with their shipping prospects. You'll never guess what those two are, but they're probably not a surprise to some of you. The first biggest mistake that freight brokers make when following up with their prospects is not following up with their prospects. Do you get the irony? I don't understand. What's going on, guys and gals? Why do you not follow up? So there's an old saying, and you guys have heard it before. I didn't coin it, the fortunes in the follow-up. Very few people are going to become your customer on the first call. Very few people are going to be your customer on the second call. Statistically speaking, you have to follow up with people five times in order to start stacking the deck in your favor in getting them as a client. So why is it that you don't follow up? I jotted down a few reasons. Here are some of the challenges and reasons and excuses why freight brokers don't follow up. Number one is fear of being rejected. Well, you did the cold call or you did the cold outreach and you had your first conversation. So that fear should be over because now on that call, you should have built some rapport. But a lot of times after you hang up that phone call, the fear again of rejection sets back in and prevents you uh, actively or passively from following up. And so you have to get past that fear of rejection. It's never going to go away, but you have to understand and identify it's there and you have to battle through it. That's one. All right. The next one is the next reason why freight brokers don't follow up is because they fail to set a defined and clear next action or next step at the end of their last call. So they did a cold call, they built some rapport, they gathered some sales intelligence. They're now going to send some information out to the, to the shipping prospect, maybe a freight quote or two, and they failed to set a next step. They didn't schedule another call. They didn't define exactly what the next step was where that you could get feedback on that information and continue the dialogue. You have to understand your goal on every call at the end of that call is to set a next action, to, to go from a call, a scheduled call, to another scheduled call, to another scheduled call, to another scheduled call in such in, in, in a momentum, giving you enough momentum and enough consistency and, in, and enough power and time in order to close that sale. Okay, so not scheduling a next action is, is a really bad one. The next one reason why people don't follow up is poor organizational skills. Guys, get a calendar. I don't care if it's a paper calendar. I don't, you know, the old calendars that go on your desk or some sort of a calendar book or whatever, or a digital calendar. I used to use paper a long time ago. I use digital now. Everything goes in my calendar. I use Google Calendar. Everything goes in there. I get reminded. Uh, I, I rarely, if ever, miss appointments. So you've got to get organized, all right? Getting organized is a function of, in a sale, from a sales perspective, is, is getting a calendar and then probably also getting a CRM or a customer relationship management software of some sort that will allow you to stay organized with your follow-ups, okay? So that was the number one mistake, which is not following up, all right? Now, 
For those that do follow up, the second biggest mistake is following up with the old message, the voicemail or the call or the email that says, hey, Dennis, just checking in. Okay, so here, let me let me say something to you right now. If you never use those words again in sales, it'll be too soon. Get rid of the just checking in follow-up, okay? It shouldn't exist, right? You have to learn that you got to stop selling and start serving. And what I mean by that, it's a mindset, mindset shift. When you say just checking in, it's all about you, right? They know that you're trying to sell and get the deal and close the sale and get the order, right? And so, you know, you've got to stop selling and start serving. And so I jotted down a couple of notes here. The key, the reason why some people don't follow up or they when they or when they do follow up, they use the whole just checking in is because they failed to ask good questions on the first call to understand some of the challenges and issues that that their client is facing. They failed to build rapport and gather information about the prospect themselves, about their about what's going on in their personal life, not only their business life. So if you don't gather that information up front, that's why a lot of people will use the just checking in because they failed to ask that information, to gather that information. If you have the information, if you know where they live, you know uh, how long, how they got their job, you know some of the issues and challenges they're running into, it's pretty easy to personalize the follow-up, okay? It's pretty easy to personalize the follow-up, all right? So that's my suggestion. Those are, those are two of the biggest mistakes that people make when following up. But I'm going to give you a third, and that is this. When you do follow up, you have to follow up in a timely manner. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is if you're on the phone with a prospect and they ask you for some information or you agree to send them some information, whether that be information about your company, pricing, product, whatever the information is, you should follow up with that information within four hours. Four hours is kind of the optimum time frame. Their brains are still in the mode of your conversation. They remember who you are. They remember what you talked about. And they're looking forward to that information that they specifically requested. So four hours is the ideal window. If for some reason you can't follow up within four hours, you've got to follow up. Absolute must follow up, whether that be by, through email or through phone or whatever the case may be, within 24 hours, as soon as possible, ideally within four hours, and as soon as possible uh, inside of 24 hours is, uh, is a must, okay? So those are two of the biggest mistakes plus a bonus that I gave you, okay? A bonus tip that I gave you, which was, one of the biggest mistakes, which blows my mind, is not following up at all. The second biggest mistake is using the just checking in follow-up, lack of creativity, lack of focus on the client, more of a focus on you. Um, you probably didn't build rapport. You probably didn't ask good questions in that early conversation to give you enough information so you could personalize the follow-up. Uh, and then the third tip was not following up quick enough, taking too long, taking multiple days to follow up with your prospect to get them that information. Ideally, the window should be four hours and worst case scenario within 24 hours. So those are two of the biggest mistakes and a tip that you can use to help 
increase the effectiveness and the closing rate of your follow-up sequences. And remember your follow-up, I've said it before, I did not coin this phrase, the fortune is in the follow-up. I promise you that very few, if any clients, are you ever going to get on the first call. In my entire career, I can talk about thousands and thousands of conversations with shippers. And I can count on my hand, one hand, less than one hand, how many times I got an order on the first call. So it's a very small percentage. It's going to require follow-up, consistent follow-up. But there's a saying that I want you guys to remember, and I jotted it down here really quick. I want to show you. And it's this. Uh, where is it? Prospects run from salespeople that chase them. Stop chasing and start serving. The difference between chasing and serving, chasing is when you're focused in on the transaction. Serving is when you're focused in on the relationship. Okay. So I hope that helps. Uh, again, if you guys are curious about becoming a freight broker or a freight agent, make sure that you check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. Again, been in business over a decade, trained over 8,000 students, and we have a 60-day 100% money-back guarantee. So if you're not happy, we'll give your money back. Just send us an email. No questions asked, no problem. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.